Hello, story lovers. I'm Laurel McCarg, host of Allocated Preserves, and today I'm going to share with you short story number 15. Though it's not actually in short story form yet, it will be in my short story collection, which I'll have out for Christmas this year, but I'm going to read you the screenplay I wrote for it, my very first ever screenplay, and it's called Hungry Horror. And spoiler alert, this story contains some icky elements. My tagline reads, Visitors to the Virtual Reality Fright Museum get their money's worth. A scary experience that changes them forever. We begin in the interior of the Virtual Reality Fright Museum at night. Doug, 35, checks in for a private tour of the Virtual Reality Fright Museum. He hands over his credit card to Seth, who's about 30, and signs paperwork without reading. Seth. Welcome to VR Fright, sir. I'm Seth. First time? Doug. Yeah, a friend of mine dared me to come, told me it completely changed him. Said he's never been so scared, so I had to check it out. I ain't afraid of nothing. Seth. So, did it change him? Doug. Nah, he's always been a wuss. Seth. Right this way, then. I like to tell people VR stands for very real. Doug. Good one. Seth, if your experience this evening doesn't leave you feeling like you've actually experienced the scenario we've designed to frighten you, we'll happily refund your money. Doug, then you won't be making any money on me tonight. Seth leads Doug along a poorly lit hallway with several closed doors spaced randomly and starts to describe posters and photos documenting the evolution of VR technology. Doug, let's get to the good stuff. I ain't interested in all this techno mumbo-jumbo. Seth, very well then. Your private room awaits. Seth opens a creaky door at the end of the hallway. There's a large viewing window from the hallway looking into the room. He waves Doug inside. Now we're inside in the chair room. There are two state-of-the-art dental chairs with wrist and ankle restraints and VR devices attached to the headrests. Doug. Nice touch, the creaky door, but it's kind of lame, you know. Hey, do couples actually do this together? Kind of kinky, if you ask me. Seth. As a matter of fact, a young couple has booked a deluxe package tour right after you. Doug. Deluxe, huh? Maybe next time. Hey, why the straps? Chuck didn't tell me about no straps. Seth. We don't want you to injure yourself. We've learned from past guests that, when scared, they may flail their arms and legs. We wouldn't want you to fall out of the chair, or worse. Does this frighten you? 
Doug. Yeah, right. Good one. Strap me in, Doug. Let's get this show on the road. Seth. Make yourself comfortable, and I'll do the rest. Doug settles into a chair and watches as Seth secures his ankles and wrists. Seth. Now I'm going to lower the VR device. This will keep you from moving your head, too. Wouldn't want you to strain your neck when things get intense. Are you comfortable? Doug. Heck yeah, this chair's more comfortable than my bed. And I hate to burst your bubble, bro, but like I said, ain't no virtual reality gonna scare me. Seth. As you say but I hope you won't be disappointed. I'm going to recline your chair now. If you're ready, I'll start the scenario. Doug, bring it. Seth, if it gets to be too much, just shout the word, help, and I'll bring you out. I'll be right outside the door until it's over. Here we go. Starting the horror reel... Now. Doug's body tightens against the restraints as he gasps and whimpers and makes other guttural noises. Seth tightens the restraints and secures the VR device so Doug's head doesn't move at all. He adds an extra restraint around Doug's hips and drapes a plastic sheet over him. He removes an electric shaver from his pocket and shaves all the hair from the top of Doug's head depositing it into a baggie. He then removes a glass vial and takes a scraping from inside Doug's mouth. Doug. Seth. Hang in there, buddy. It gets better. After several moments, he removes a chip from Doug's VR device. In the hallway, Seth brings the DNA sample and chip to a team of six scientists in a room across the hall. The room is filled with scientific paraphernalia and a large tank filled with glowing liquid. Seth, word's getting out. We're in business. Make it fast. Next visitors will be here soon. The scientists nod. There's a flurry of activity around a table on which a man's robotic form lies. In the hallway to the front desk, Seth peeks through the viewing window into Doug's room before hurrying back to the front desk. Kim, in her early twenties, in goth attire and piercings, same as her boyfriend, says, Hi, I'm Kim, and this is my boyfriend, Jamal. We're here for the deluxe package. Seth, of course. I see you've prepaid. Thank you. Just sign these forms and we'll get started. Have a seat and I'll return in a jiffy to begin your tour. Kim and Jamal sit with paperwork. Back in the chair room moments later, Seth turns off the VR device but keeps Doug's head and body secured. He makes an unpleasant face as he sniffs, lifting the sheet and noticing that Doug has lost control of his bladder. Doug, 
Get me out of this, you bastard! Seth, no can do. You're going to get your money's worth tonight, my good man. Doug, I said let me out! Ignoring him, Seth opens an interior locked door on the opposite side of the room and then hurries back into the hallway, locking the room door from the outside. Doug, what the? Hey, let me out of here! Seth returns to the main desk where he retrieves two VR devices from a cabinet. He collects their paperwork. Seth, You'll put these on when we get to the end of the hallway. Jamal. Cool. I've always wanted to do this. You ready, Kim? Kim. Absolutely. A man's scream echoes from the end of the hallway, and Kim and Jamal exchange troubled glances. Seth. Just part of the experience. We call it setting the stage. I can see you're already a bit frightened. That's good. It means you'll get your money's worth. Jamal. Sweet. This is exciting. He takes Kim's hand. Seth. Follow me, please. Here you'll see how VR started. The couple follow Seth along the hallway history of... VR, stopping occasionally when another scream echoes from the room they're approaching. Doug, off stage. Help! Somebody help! Stay away from me, you son of a bitch! Seth, time to put on your VR devices. I'll adjust them for you here. Kim, hugging Jamal before securing her device over her eyes. This is already scary. Seth. Okay, Kim, yours is good. Jamal, good. Can you both see? Kim. Yes. Jamal. Yeah, but everything just looks normal. Shouldn't I be seeing something weird? Seth. That will happen when you're in front of the special window by that room. When we get there... Hold on to the handrail under the window so you don't fall. I'll warn you, this first part will be intense. Jamal, that's what we're looking for, right, babe? Kim, right. By the window outside the chair room, Seth says, Hold on to the handrail now, please. Doug screams, and writhes against his restraints to no avail. A pale, disheveled, older man holding a Dremel tool rushes to the window with wild eyes, and Kim screams. Jamal, come on, babe, it's just a show. Kim, I know, but it seems so real. Seth, Precisely. Now, hold on, because this next part is designed to horrify you. The pale man sits at Doug's head and starts the Dremel tool whirring. Doug. Help! Let me go! Let me out of here, you fucking bastard! This ain't VR! 
He begins to sob. Jamal, damn, this is good. Doug, you out there, run away. Get the hell out of here, this son of a... The Dremel makes its first contact with Doug's scalp, and he screams. Blood splatters on the pale man's face. Kim, oh my god, this is so real. Kim and Jamal grip the handrail, shivering, and stare into the room as the pale man removes the top of Doug's skull. Doug, help me! He starts to giggle maniacally. The pale man pulls a spork from his pocket and digs into Doug's brain. Kim, Oh, gross! This is incredible! Just wait till we tell Bobby and Joe. Jamal, they'll definitely be into this. Doug continues to giggle until the pale man digs deeply into the brain matter. His body finally slumps in the chair. The pale man fills his mouth and turns to the window, smiling insanely, blood dripping down his chin. He points at Kim, chewing with his mouth open. Kim. Oh, no, he did not just point at me. Jamal, giggling. Oh, yes, he did, babe. Looks like VR Lecter sees what I see. A tasty little treat. Kim. Later, horn dog. I'm ready for whatever's next. Seth. You're ready for the chairs? That's where the really intense VR experience happens. This part was just to whet your appetite. Jamal, dude, you got to get a new line. I bet you've worn that one out by now. Seth, alas, yes, but we do have scripts we're supposed to follow. Jamal shakes his head. Seth continues. Next, a short break to gather your wits and have a little snack while I prep your chairs. Follow me, please. The break room has snacks and beverages and a looping video about the history of virtual reality. Seth, be right back. Enjoy. He closes the door and several men join him in the hallway. They enter Doug's room and with a taser stick, coax the pale man back through his door. Two of them lift Doug's body from the chair and remove his clothing. They hand the body through the door to the pale man. Seth to the pale man. Save some for us. The men perform a quick room cleaning, and Seth gathers the clothing. Moments later, in the scientist's room, Seth sees Doug's clone standing, naked. He hands the clothes to the closest scientist. Seth. Great work. Finish his programming and let him go home, and then we'll prep for your next two really sweet specimens. It's going to be a busy night, friends. Oh, and you'll want to clean those pants. In the break room, moments later, Seth sees Kim and Jamal eating and laughing. Seth, whenever you're ready. Jamal, you ready, babe? Kim, 
Yes, but maybe I shouldn't have eaten anything. We get to choose what kind of scary scenario we want next, right? Seth, absolutely. Once I have secured you in your chairs, you'll see all the choices inside your VR headset. Just tell me which number you want and get ready to scream. Kim, awesome. I won't be picking Hannibal, that's for sure. Seth, you'll have plenty of options, I assure you. Shall we go? In the chair room, moments later, the couple settle into the chairs. Seth explains the restraint system to them. Jamal, whoa, where can we get a rig like this, dude? Kim, Jamal, really? Seth, ignoring Jamal. Securing your VR devices now. Do you have any questions? Kim, other than the one Jamal just asked? Yes, can we get a discount when we come back for a new scenario? Seth, certainly, but I can almost guarantee that you won't be coming back. For most visitors, one experience is enough to scare them for the rest of their lives. Jamal, yeah, well, we've seen some shit, dude. Ain't no VR show gonna scare the shit out of us. Hey, how come I don't see no numbers? Kim, I don't see any either. Seth? Where are the choices? Seth, if it gets to be too much, just shout the word help and I'll bring you out. I'll be right outside the door until it's over. Here we go. Starting your horror reels now. Seth flicks on each of their VR devices. Their bodies strain against the straps and Seth secures them tighter and drapes their bodies. He shaves their heads, collects their DNA samples, and waits several moments before removing chips from their VR devices. At the front desk, moments later, a woman of about 40. Hello, Mary and I are here for your 9 p.m. deluxe package. We're so excited. We've never done this before. Seth, I see you've prepaid. Thank you. Now, if you'll just sign these forms. Fade out. That ends my first ever screenplay. My inspiration for this was another contest, another NYC midnight contest, a screenwriting contest, where they gave me the three things that there had to be, the genre had to be horror, there had to be a tour guide, and there had to be DNA evidence in it somewhere. So I kicked that around in my head, let it percolate for a couple days, and this is what came out. <laughs> like I said, I'll be transforming this into a short story that will go in my collection. I also just returned from the 2019 Denver Pop Culture Con weekend and had an absolute blast. My friend Diane Smith, also known, her writer name is D.R. Kiss. Her book is Seeing With Your Eyes Closed. She held down the table for me while I was out moderating seven different author panels with some really cool panelists over the weekend. And boy, I tell you, there were some sights to see there. Sold a lot of books, made some new fans, and I, I guess it's time for me to unpack my car. It's finally stopped snowing in Leadville now that it's June, and uh, I'm pretty happy about that. 
and have some exciting things coming up this next month. So hope you come back, stay tuned, share this with your friends, and maybe you might even consider becoming a patron of the Alligator Preserves podcast. Go to patreon.com slash alligator preserves and see what rewards you will receive. Until next time, stay away from scary museums. Bye.